Can we call Jesus God? Now in John's Gospel, there are several texts that confirm who Jesus Christ was and is. The opening verses to John's Gospel states in John chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now this is the comparison uh, to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The Apostle John is taking the reader back beyond creation. It states in effect that at that time of creation, the Word was already in existence and thereby in the beginning was the Word highlights the eternity of that Word. Now, just as fascinating to seeing how prophecy is fulfilled, it is equally astonishing to seeing how heresies get repackaged and resurfaced like a plague whose only objective is to deter truth seekers. Arius, a Alexandrian 4th century heretic whose views were condemned at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD said of Christ, there was a time when he was not. However, the council at the time uh, was, uh, didn't fo follow him. They followed the apostles' teachings and thereby denying Arius' views. And that weed, however, has now grown into a bush, resurfacing in a form of the Jehovah Witness teachings and the Mormons who deny the eternality of Jesus Christ and the Divine Trinity. The second clause in John chapter 1 verse 1, and the Word was God, stresses the Son's community of unity within the Godhead and that the words describe in brief the eternal communion of the Son and the Father. This is affirmed in John chapter 1 verse 18. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Let's look at the third clause. And the Word was God, portrays the deity of the Word. Thus the Word is classified as a divine being. By opening his gospel in this manner, John wants us to read his gospel in the light of the deity of the Son. His mighty signs and words as recorded in the Gospels are the miracles and the words of God. The Son is the eternal God and yet distinct from the Father in personality. The Apostle John further goes on to mention and affirming the deity of Jesus Christ in John chapter 1 verse 18. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known and thus showing oneness of essence between the Father and the Son. Now, in addition, the Apostle John mentions in John chapter 10, verse 30, I and the Father are one. Now, thereby bearing upon the essential unity, it is interesting that whether the word one is neuter in gender or literally one thing, and thus implying that a deep unity is meant and it is certainly seems to mean more than oneness of will. And that implication is that only God could say and guarantee these claims. Now, for who could promise such as affirmed in the latter verses of John chapter 10, verse 27 to 30? My, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Now in John chapter 20 verse 28, 
Thomas answers him, my Lord and my God. Here is a confession which thereby can be in no doubt that one of the disciples here is affirming the deity of Jesus Christ. This is a confession of faith that Jesus Christ is God and was uttered publicly from the reaction uh, and from this reaction not out of belief or doctrine but a heart which has been moved. Now we all had learnt in Sunday school of doubting Thomas and how we are to have faith. However contrary to popular belief Thomas was no skeptic for he valiantly suggested in John chapter 11 verse 16 so Thomas called the twin said to his fellow disciples let us also go that we may die with him see the apostle john must have agreed with this confession about christ's deity mm -hmm.